Primetime with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1. 2020 Masters. The long-awaited Masters has a long-awaited champion in Dustin Johnson. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, he finished with an astounding minus 20. That's cr- I love Dustin Johnson. He's one of my favorite on the circuit right now, and he broke a record, eh? He was wrapped in a uh, green curtain courtesy Tiger Woods later <laughs> on this afternoon at Augusta National. Well, we know if this morning show gig works out, you can uh, hop over on those CBS broadcasts. My name is Blair Nance. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Um, it's obviously if you're Dustin Johnson, I mean, having that on your resume, green jacket, it's it's huge, right? I mean, that's like the marquee PGA event, right? Yeah. But how disappointing is it that not only do you win the Masters, but you do it in a record-setting way with a minus twenty, yeah. and there's literally like six people there to witness it. It's like, crazy. Come on. Dustin Johnson said it was a dream come true because growing up watching Tiger Woods, he always envisioned that moment, like the bottom of the night two-out moment. But DJ saying he always envisioned winning the Masters and having Tiger put that jacket on him at Augusta. And there it was. Like, this guy's got it made, eh? Oh, he totally does. Insane. Like, look at Dustin Johnson. He's the best golfer in the world. He's married to Paulina Gretzky. He's got two healthy young kids. His father-in-law is Wayne Gretzky. Well, I was going to say, who do you think he loves more, Paulina or Wayne? (laughs) If I'm I'm Dustin Johnson, I I might be more in love with Wayne. It's entirely possible. Well, there's a good good chance that Wayne is more in love with his son-in-law than the rest of his kids. Like, talk about an ideal son-in-law, right? Oh, yeah. Like, imagine those conversations at Christmas this year. Well, what's he got? He's got something like 25 tour wins. He's 36 years old, just got his first major, obviously a green jacket. And so Wayne's looking around at the rest of the table. Yeah, well, what did you guys all do this year? (laughs) Exactly. Carved my turkey. What are you doing, Trevor Gretzky? (laughs) (laughs) I like Dustin Johnson because he's like you and me. He's got a fun side. He likes to toss him back. There's been photos of him out on the green, and he's got like a heater in his hand. I imagine imagine that if you gave him a call and said, hey, do you want to go play around at Extreme Indoor Golf on Dundas? (laughs) He'd be like, yeah, let's do it. If, is that a video game? Well, there's a good chance I might actually beat him then. Oh, yeah. He'd, he'd, he'd be ordering rounds of broken down golf carts. <laughs> you wouldn't make it to the 19th hole. Uh, I'm just glad that he won and it wasn't just some obscure dude from, like, Al- Alaska or Alberta or well, something like, you, like that. You, you were hoping that it wasn't going to be John Rahm, the guy who was making oh, history er, early, earlier in the week who was getting those crazy hole-in-ones. <laughs> You know what? I'm, I'm glad DJ won, but, uh, you know, a shout-out to Mike Weir, too, a fellow Canadian who actually uh, made the cut for the first time since 2014. The original old lefty, by the way. The original, yes! Can you believe he won in 03? You can see the breakdown. Wow. Dustin uh, Johnson's final hole, the 18th, if you want to catch it. If you didn't yesterday, it's at ClassicRock981.com. 2020 Masters. The long-awaited Masters has a long-awaited champion in Dustin Johnson. Time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. And holy crap, yesterday, RV, if it wasn't a hell of a storm. A little bit windy. I guess yesterday, Environment Canada issued a wind warning early in the afternoon for parts of uh, southern Ontario, us Londoners included. Those gusts really made me wish I had put the stuff in the backyard away when it was 25 degrees two weeks ago. Yeah, you didn't take advantage of that great weather, did you? So what uh, what happened? You were chasing the kids' uh, pool down yeah. the street. We were putting up the Christmas tree, and I kept looking into the backyard. They got one of those little plastic wading pools. Yeah. That thing flipped over two fences and went about 150 feet. Woo! We had, uh, we had put up one of those inflatable Frosty the Snowman on our front lawn. 
and we had to, uh, well, sorry, it's getting a little bit breezy in here. Sorry about that. <laughs> By the way, those wind warnings up to 100 kilometers, uh, yeah. people were posting crazy pictures and videos. And Frosty stayed put? Frosty, uh, well, I put a, I put a little, uh, like a pot, like a planted pot, pot on top of him. So, he, so he, And plus he was like staked into the ground. Oh, yeah. So he luckily he didn't go. He made a couple of attempts because like it's inflatable, right? So I think like it got into the nylon and it looked like it was going to act as a sail. I know you guys on your street. A few of you guys got the frosties. Did anybody's uh, end up in like a twister cloud or anything? No, every everything as far as I know, all frosties survived. <laughs> it was crazy. I didn't. I couldn't even take the dogs outside yesterday. They just wanted to go back in. There was I, there was a video going viral too, right? Yeah, I uh, I'll put this up on our classic rock ninety eight one Twitter. It is getting windy in here. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so this guy had should a, I should I close the window? <laughs> Open it up again. It's hot in here. Okay, maybe just close it a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, that's good. I forget what I was. What was I saying? The viral video about the uh, right. the porta potty. Oh, so this guy had a porch cam set up, and like the most entertaining part of this guy's day was watching this porta potty across the street from him on whether or not those uh, gusts of wind were going to knock it over. <laughs> so like for hours at the start of the storm, the porta potty was just kind of like swaying a bit back and forth. Yeah. It eventually got to the point where one of those like a hundred kilometer gusts just knocked the porta potty oh, no. right over. Wow. Was anyone in it? Just like back in the day when you and your buddies used to push them over, I you I knew you were going to bring that up. Well, hopefully there was somebody in it, and hopefully the wind knocked the porta potty over on its door, Did so that just, person could not get out. You just said hopefully there was. Oh come on, you D. Hey, you don't get into a porta potty during a windstorm. Like, what do you <laughs> think's going to happen? Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock ninety eight one. J I N G L E. Put some num- nutmeg on that uh, rum and eggnog for me, will you? You got some angry texts for me on Saturday, Blair. One or two, because uh, there was a bit of a traffic jam that you found yourself uh, stuck in on Oxford, and you were as far down as Fanshawe College. Where do I begin on Saturday's Santa Claus Parade? I will tell you this. Uh, we, we mentioned to the kids weeks ago that the Santa Claus Parade was going to be a little bit different this year because of the virus. And uh, so it was at the London International Airport. It began at 1230. And I was saying to Megan, I'm like, we got to get out of the house. We got to we got to get there early because there's going to be a lineup. I bet, right? So we we got in line. I would say probably about 11:45 noon, and we just passed Second Street going east on Oxford, so we were near that Timmy's there. Yeah. Before Clark and we sat there and sat there and sat there for 90 minutes. It was, a, it was a virtual parking lot. We crawled to Clark Road, and once we got to Clark Road 90 minutes later, imagine like the kids in the car. Oh, they're, they're, they're getting restless. They, and got, you, they got the Jimmy legs. You could see for like kilometers ahead that the lineup wasn't moving. So I said to the kids, I'm like, look, I know you're going to be a little bit bummed, but you know, mommy and, don't, mommy and daddy don't think the Santa Claus parade is going to be happening for da- you guys da- this year. Daddy's making the call. It's not a thing, kids. We were texting with friends who were f- up further in the line. So they were up near like veterans in Oxford, and they said, which is right near Crumlin, where you had to turn on to go into the airport. And they said nobody was moving. And uh, they eventually had to shut the gates at 4.30 with like thousands of that's, cars. Uh, that's too bad. Backed up onto Oxford, onto Veterans, onto Huron. Basically, every single way into that airport created a traffic jam in the city. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, you know, first, uh, first, like hats off to the organizers for they, they tried to do something when otherwise yes. it was going to be canceled. Right. Yeah. Like he, here they're saying, you know, you got to tell the kids that. 
the, the big jingle isn't going to happen in, in in London because the the parade got canceled due to the vids. Uh, they they did their best to accomplish something and teamed up with London International Airport, as you as you noted. I can't imagine, like, and I, I don't know if they could have imagined either, like, the amount of cars from all different directions that ended up wanting to participate. But it doesn't take a mathematician to realize that. Like, every single year at the Santa Claus Parade, the streets are packed. Dundas is packed from the Western Fair all the way down to the Forks. You're not going to anticipate that all those people are going to get in their cars and come. Look, they did a great job for what they had. And obviously, 2020 has been kind of like a you know, learn-as-you-go situation. It was a roll of the dice. It was, but they probably should have sold tickets to this. I mean, there was a lot of kids that had their letters to Santa. Uh, We had our non-perishable food item for the London Food Bank, our cash donation for the parade, and we just couldn't get in along with thousands of other Londoners that had to tell their kids, look, the parade is not happening for you guys. Traffic is is bad on on a good day in this town. You get stuck behind a train whatever amount of construction that's going on and then all of a sudden over the weekend it's it's old saint nick that's causing this one kids were all bummed up but we told them look we're gonna go home and put up the christmas tree and they were like yeah all right and they forgot about the parade like instantly so that's that's all you have to do with kids man just show them something shiny instant distraction (laughs) the santa claus prayed uh May not have worked out the way we wanted it to, but we still got the Christmas tree up uh, (laughs) mid-November. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. Joining us on the phone in just a sec here, the Honorable Mayor Ed Holder, because RV, as of early this morning, London, Middlesex, we find ourselves in the middle of the yellow zone. Details for that, by the way, BlackburnNewsLondon.com. Joining us right now on the show, the Honorable Mayor Ed Holder. The colder temperatures are here. And, you know, we're all asking ourselves, with these restrictions, in place, what are we going to do with ourselves all winter? Well, you're going to uh, you're going to love your family even more than you ever have. <laughs> That's what you're going to do. Uh, I mean, look, even over the weekend, there were some large parties at the downtown core on Friday night. Uh, police actually laid supplies. You don't want to do that. Mm. You know, I mean, if you got money to spend, uh, buy me a gift or something. Don't, <laughs> don't buy me one of those it. new PlayStation fives. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what you want to get. But but the point is, is that uh, the police, the, our enforcement. Uh, we're the health unit. We're all paying mind to this because we want to get people, keep them healthy. And uh, you know, look, London has done all things considered. We've done pretty well compared to uh, 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 the municipalities uh, uh, across the province. In fact, for communities our size, we're we've got the lowest uh, rate per hundred thousand uh, of any uh, significant municipality in the province. But that, but that, it's still not good when you get twenty three, you get twenty five. We had thirty seven. About eight, nine days ago, it was just, uh, those are record numbers, and we're just, we just want Londoners to be safe, and uh, it's hard. I mean, you're right, with the cold weather, with the, everything that's going on, uh, you know, learn downhill toboggan, I don't know, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm not trying to be facetious about this. I think it's it's not going to be an easy winter because people are going to be more confined, and, and uh, you worry about a lot of things that happen with that, too, you know, you worry about things around the potential for domestic abuse. You worry about just people uh, in terms of being on their own and the mental health issues that come uh, with that as well. I mean, it's it's serious. So what we would also say is, you know, if you've got neighbors, be it elderly or people who live on their own, give them a phone call, check on them, see how they're doing. I mean, I think that's going to be so important as mental health to all. Mayor Ed Holder joining us on the line this morning. Uh, details about uh, London and uh, Middlesex uh, joining the yellow zone as of uh, this morning at 12.01 a.m. You can check that out, blackburnnewslondon.com. 
Com. A moment ago, uh, we were talking about the uh, the gift buying, the gift giving. Uh, don't want to put you on the spot here, Mayor Holder, but uh, have you started your your holiday shopping yet? Did you, did you have something for the misses yet? Well, that's why God created Christmas Eve, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Don't no, it's all right cuz both of us are in the same situation, Marad. So don't don't yeah. feel like you're the odd one out here. Yeah, it's uh it, it, yeah, I could uh, I could say a lot of things. <laughs> Marad Holder, thanks again for joining the show. Keep your hands clean and uh hopefully the next time we talk we'll be back in the green zone. Wouldn't that be fun? Get your shopping right, started, you, Marad. Uh it's time. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. Well, we found out who's going to be performing at Super Bowl 55 coming up in February. I'm sorry. It's the. I'm reading here the weekend. Can't even spell his name right. Weekend. You forgot it. You forgot a vowel there, bud. There's another <laughs> E in it. Hey, he's Canadian. He's from Scarborough. He is. It's kind of cool. Just announced uh, Pepsi halftime show coming up at Super Bowl 55 is going to be headlined by Toronto native The Weeknd. <laughs> the Weeknd. I'll be honest with you. The first time I'll say this about uh, The Weeknd's talent. It, it is pronounced The Weeknd, by the way. The Weeknd's talents is that uh, the first time I heard a, a Weekend tune, I, I, I don't know. He, he's been out for a few years now. Yeah. But I just remember the song uh, coming on whatever station I was listening to at the time. And and I was I thought to myself, wow, like this must be a posthumous Michael Jackson release. Like Sony is really diving into the vaults for this one. He does kind of got like an MJ vibe to him, eh? Yeah. And it was particularly like really early on in his, in his career, three or four years ago, those first couple of songs that, that kind of set him apart and it stood out like that. But I, I'll say this, the guy's, the guy's talented. He said that he's very pumped. He uh, grew up in Toronto watching the world's biggest acts play the Super Bowl halftime show. One can only dream of being in that position. He says, I'm humbled, honored, and ecstatic to be the center of that infamous stage. He was also, he, he was recently in one of those, uh, what Netflix movie was it with Adam Sandler? Um, Uncut Gems. Uncut, which was a hell of a movie, too. So the guy can act? The guy yeah. can sing? Yeah, he was dabbling into the... Uh, into the drugs in that movie. I don't know. <laughs> into, into into the Eric Clapton song titles. Let's just put it that way. That's <laughs> actually a really good way of putting it. I, you know, as much as we would love to see Rock at the Super Bowl halftime show, I think it's cool that it's a Canadian. I think it's awesome that, like, he's leading an American Music Award nominations right now. Like, the guy, he's a musician. I, I do appreciate what he's doing on the scene right now. And, um, if you've ever seen him perform live, I, I've seen him on Saturday Night Live a couple of times. He does like a really good performance. Um, I'm excited to see what he does with the Super Bowl halftime show. I'll say this. Uh, I, it, to me, it doesn't really matter who performs. I know like there's been a lot of talk like, why can't we bring, bring rock back? Yeah, they yeah. did the pot to try and get the, you know, the ladies involved uh, to get the women excited about what's happening uh, during the game. So it's not just like a, you know, solely. Uh, a, a dude fest, dude soup. When it comes to uh, the the <laughs> Super Bowl, I don't think it really matters though, because like either way, this thing's going to be happening in Tampa. Tom Brady's going to get his trophy, and the weekend might as well just hand it to him. <laughs> Maybe Tom will reach out to the weekend and say, "Hey, man, you know, if you're not busy during the quarters, you can come deflate our footballs for us." <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Tom Brady will take the A out of his last name. It'll be Tom Brady. <laughs> 
Hey, I thought the border was closed to non-essential traffic weekend. I really hope the weekend wears an Argonauts jersey during his performance. <laughs> <laughs> Better be a Tie Cats. Primetime with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1. Ask me about my winner. <laughs> you can only assume that he's talking about a Costco hot dog, RV. Here's the burning question. Literally. If you're waiting in line for your hot dog at Costco and the fire alarms start going off, you see at the main entrance there towards Wonderland Road that the fire crews have showed up, there's smoke. Do you evacuate or do you wait for your hot dog? Before answering that question, and and, and we'll let you consider that question because it's it's a perfectly sane question to ask, by the way. Uh, Before we answer it, the details here, if you missed it yesterday, uh, Costco North here in town. Uh, the London Fire Department was called after there was seen. Uh, it was seen that smoke was kind of like billowing. Oh, from the, from the Costco, the fire department uh, showed up, and it turned out that the HVAC system uh, there was a bit of a burnout, uh, and it had caused uh, the smoke that was seen. And they were just checking for carbon monoxide, etc. And it, tur- it looks like you know nobody was injured, and everything turned out to be okay. But it, there was a bit of a scare there, you know, for those doing their Yikes. Sunday shopping at the North London Costco at Wonderland in Oxford. And that begs the question, you know, whether you're checking out or more importantly, as RV highlighted just moments ago, do you get out of line or wait for your $1.50 hot dog? Ask me about my winner. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'd probably wait. I'd be waiting for the hot dog too. I can't walk out of a Costco without that tinfoil wrapped soggy hot dog in oh, my hand. It's, it's steamed. It's not soggy. Okay. Well, steamed. And, also, and and like to to the crew's credit, back there in the kitchen in the cafeteria, they're fast. So I know even if there is a smart smoke alarm going, they're dedicated people. I'm not asking you to risk your life. If there's flames, get the hell out. But if it's just a little bit of smoke, listen. Yeah. An extra 30 seconds isn't going to hurt anybody. Let's all get our hot dogs. I would have been standing next to the uh, the ground beef file. I'm watching everybody evacuate <laughs> so I could find like the perfect weight to like cost ratio. <laughs> do you ever do that? Well, all, all the time, man. You try to find yourself a bargain. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 by the way, it's not just waiting on that dollar fifty hot dog because as they're getting you the dog, you go over to the fountain pop area and get yourself an ST. Oh, you got the STA. Oh, you're gonna wash that oh, down, wash that hot dog down. That all beef Frankfurter? Are you kidding me? A trip home from Costco is not a trip home from Costco without a Mountain Dew fountain pop. Even if there is a fire alarm. Ask me about my <laughs> winner. Prime time with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1.